So it starts to give your organisation some clarity, not only in terms of the, what you're trying to achieve, but the boundaries in which you're looking to achieve them. And that helps drive the right behaviours. Hi, and welcome to Helping You Perform. I'm your host, Paul Teasdale. Over a career working with high-performing teams from across the globe, including seven years working with Formula One team McLaren, I've learned a lot about what it takes to drive results. In this weekly podcast series, I'm going to be bringing you tips, tricks and insights from the world of Formula One that you can apply for your organisation for your own high performance. Enjoy. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Helping You Perform podcast, where I'm bringing you tips, tricks and insights from the world of Formula One and helping you apply them to your organisation. In episode three, I covered off why data-driven decisions put data last. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, I do encourage you to go back and have a listen. It does introduce this rapid performance framework that I'm going to be talking about a lot over the next few episodes. And that rapid performance framework starts with R. So it's R-A-P-I-D, R being for results. And that's what we're going to talk about today. A for actions. What are those actions that have an impact on the results that you're trying to drive? P is for people. Who are the people involved in making the decisions around those actions and then enacting them? I is for insights. What insights do your people need in order to make the best decisions possible? And D is for data. What's that smallest possible data set that generates those insights? So we're going to have a bit of a deep dive into this uh, area of results. Now, it's really important, and in fact it's critical, that your organisation knows what results it's moving towards. What are you driving for? What's your North Star in terms of the results that you're trying to drive, but also how you're trying to drive them? And I don't necessarily mean in this case the tactical elements of what are the things you're going to do on a day-to-day -day basis in order to get those results. I'm talking about the boundaries or the strategic objectives or priorities that you want your organisation to work under that gives you the results that you're trying to drive whilst also doing things in a regulatory manner or in a strategic manner that helps you with what you're trying to achieve as an organisation. Now to give you an example of that from um, the world of Formula One and if we choose the McLaren team for instance, McLaren have a large strategic objective on um, sustainability and they also have a really strong strategic objective on fan engagement. So everything that that organisation does is got to be heading towards the results that they're trying to drive, predominantly championship points, but it's also got to be in the context of not only the regulations of the sport, but also the strategic objectives are, is what we're doing fitting under the sustainability umbrella? Is what we're doing driving us towards the fan engagement agenda that we're also trying to drive as well? So it starts to give your organisation some clarity, not only in terms of the, what you're trying to achieve, but the boundaries in which you're looking to achieve them. And that helps drive the right behaviours. Because you can actually achieve results in a way that doesn't drive the right behaviours in your organisation. Banking, I worked in banking for a little while when I lived in New Zealand, and banking is traditionally uh, known as an area where 
the right results aren't all, are delivered, but not necessarily with the right behaviors. Um, that can be insider trading, it can be anything that is a bit dodgy um, or falling under the regulations or in those gray areas, but also ultimately it leads to the reputation of the organizations that are delivering those results, which could impact their ability to have those results going forward in future. Now, if you're an organization like that, then making sure that you are working within the regulatory framework that you've got, but also in terms of how you want to be perceived as an organization. You know, do you want to be perceived as the organization that, yep, you're playing within the rules, but only just, you're really in that gray area, you're being a bit dodgy. Or do you want to be perceived as the organization that is delivering, but whilst also having a real customer engagement uh, agenda and, and a strong feel for how your customers and your people are behaving or um, engage with your business. So when I talk to um, clients about being clear on the results, I'm trying to help them understand what's the top level results that you're trying to drive, but also what are those boundaries in which you're looking to achieve them as well? What are the things that are acceptable or unacceptable? And then once we've got that at a high level, we can start to think about how that cascades down. So for instance, from a results perspective, you're starting to say, right, um, if I've got the Formula One team, I want to have those championship points at the end of the day. But if I'm in the uh, garage crew and doing the pit stops, for instance, I'm not delivering championship points on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm delivering a pit stop, for instance. So I need to know how does my behavior, how does my performance align to what the organization is trying to achieve? And what are the boundaries in which we're trying to do that? And one of the interesting pieces that come in the world of pit stops, for instance, and probably the, the classic example for any Formula One story, is are you after peak performance or are you after repeatable performance? Because you can go for the fastest possible pit stop. I think at the moment you're hitting sort of 1.8 seconds. But you're doing that potentially at the risk of getting things wrong. And instead of 1.8, it ends up at five, six, seven, eight seconds. Now that can be disastrous for your organization. So you've got to make a decision as to actually, are we more interested in really good performance, but with repeatability built in there as well? So you might be aiming for sort of 2.1, 2.2 seconds, which isn't the fastest on the grid, but actually if you can guarantee that you can repeat that day in, day out, then that can be a lot more sustainable and a lot more uh, beneficial to your organization in terms of the risks of not achieving what you set out to achieve. So this concept of the results hierarchy that I talk to people about, which is set your North Star, understand what you mean by that top result that you're trying to drive and start to understand the boundaries in which you are uh, looking to deliver those results. Now, in the world of Formula One, you know that can cascade down from um, championship points down to things like uh, straight line speed, cornering ability, um, sheer pace. Um, it might well be human performance. It might be things around, around the pit stops. We can start to see how that cascades into the different areas of the organization. The simple way that I like to talk to clients about in terms of wider organizations, how do you take these principles around? Think about these two things. If you think about high performance, I want my organization to be high performance. Firstly, what does that mean to you? What is high performance in your world? 
but you can start to split it into two ways. And this is one example. It tends to be quite a, a generic example that can be used in a lot of places. Not necessarily fully applicable to every person, but think of this in terms of efficiency and effectiveness. So the effectiveness starts to talk about I can actually achieve the result that I'm trying to achieve. I can, and I can do that in a way that fits within the regulations. So I can deliver good quality product in a way that doesn't mean any rework, it's repeatable, all that sort of stuff. Efficiency starts to say, how can you do that in the most resource friendly manner so that you can do that with the minimal cost, but also um, making sure that the quality is there for your organization as well. And then you can start to say, right, if I understand that at the top level of my organization, what does it mean to the next layer down? And what does it mean to the, the layer beneath that as well? So that every person in that organization should have a view as to how their performance is driving up to helping the organization achieve its ultimate goal. So if you can be crystal clear on the results that you're trying to drive in terms of the what and the how, Imagine what that could mean to your organization in terms of the resources that you're potentially wasting at the moment. You know, could you be putting those resources in a different area? And how much clearer would it be for your people where you have got that clarity of these are the results that we're driving for, these are the boundaries in which we want you to deliver those things in. So go off and do it. Perform at your best. Here's your opportunity. We trust you, go ahead and do it. So the question to you at the moment is, are you doing that? You know, how clear are you and your organization, your team? And you can do this at an individual, at a team level, at an organization level. You don't have to start right at the very top. You can start with what have you got in front of you right now for your team or your organization? But how clear are you in terms of the results that you're trying to drive and how you're trying to drive them as well? So think about that. Use the efficiency and the effectiveness model as a starting point to see if that works for you. Um, if you've got any further questions or if you want to have a look at this in more detail, I've actually got an online course that I can point you towards that goes into much more detail, provides you with some um, additional resources and things like that, some uh, some forms and some, um, some materials that you can actually go in, see how it's been applied elsewhere and start that process for yourself. Everything is available through the paulteasdale.co.uk website. And as always with any of this, if you just want to set up a free, no obligation, 30 minute chat to talk about your situation and how you think this might apply or how you can get value from this approach for yourself, then please reach out through that paulteasdale.co.uk website. There is a, uh, a link in there to set up a free, no obligation, 30 minute chat all I want to do is add value to you, give you some insights. If we uh, have that conversation, we can see where things go from there. In the next episode, I'm going to be delving a bit deeper into the A for actions. So we've talked about results, how important they are. What about actions? How do I start to understand the actions that are applicable uh, and have the biggest impact on what I'm trying to achieve? Please reach out. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Helping You Perform podcast. 
If you found value in this episode, please take a moment to like, share, or review the podcast. You can reach out to me at any time, either through LinkedIn or through my website at www.paulteasdale.co.uk. I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode.